This is your host, Pete Moore, and I am pleased and humbled to announce the launch of my one and only book titled Time to Win Again, 50 Takeaways from Playing and Watching Team Sports to Guarantee Your Business Success. Those of you who know me personally and anyone who listens to Halo Talks for any length of time know that I am an avid sports fan and a big believer in the value of team sports. What I've seen over the past 25 years helping businesses grow, raising capital, being an entrepreneur myself, in coaching and mentoring executives in the sector, it's the lessons learned on the field perfectly apply to business. Entrepreneurs, executives, managers, you name it. Every company that's a strong company has got a good team. It's a quick read. There's awesome illustrations in there from our good friend, Mark, at Cruelty Free Cartoons. If you go to integritysq.com, enter your email address, and we will send you information on the book and the Entrepreneur's Survival Kit as well. Be great. Take names. Go Halo. This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I have my friend from Parts Unknown, Steve Spiro. We're going to talk all about Halo therapy. And for people who don't know what that is, we're just taking salt and we're putting it into your lungs and we're going to make you breathe better. So, Mr. Spiro, good to see you again. And welcome to the talk. Pete, it's always a pleasure. We haven't really connected in the last few years, but you've been on my mind. It's great we were rendezvousing here. Yeah, well, uh, anytime I see your uh, your name came up on my uh, on my text message, I get excited to talk to you, even just text with you. So I'm looking forward for, to this more than you are. Uh, so to start off here, tell us how you got into the, uh, you know, what used to be called the wellness industry. Now it's called the halo sector. Um, you know, what got you into this and uh, how you became a specialist on the uh, salt side? Uh, great. So now I'm basically a serial entrepreneur. I've been doing entrepreneurial business for the last 25 years. I was on the founding team of Audible.com, which we sold to Amazon, kind of changed the world of entertainment and education while you're kind of driving or running. And then I've done about five or six other startups. And as I got older, I just turned 65 yesterday and I got my Medicare card. Exciting. Nice. You know, I started to run into a whole bunch of people my age that were having, you know, breathing problems, you know, respiratory issues. You know, this was about six, seven years ago. And I was looking for a kind of natural wellness as opposed to taking all kinds of drugs. And I kind of just stumbled onto this halo therapy industry. And there was a couple of people doing it. And I partnered up with this woman and, um, it's been great ever since. The business is actually exploding now. So, you know, you spent a lot of time internationally, uh, whether that's on business travel or, or leisure travel. So, you know, helotherapy as a amenity or a modality is still kind of new to the U.S., but, you know, give us a little bit of insight into what's going on outside of the, the country and why it's kind of poised to take off finally. Now, it's really fascinating. Um, it's funny, I spent a lot of time living in, I lived in Japan for three years, China for a year, Hong Kong for a year, a lot of time in Thailand. So I've spent a lot of time in Asia and where natural wellness remedies are just really popular. So I've always been very interested in natural remedies. Um, the technology or the industry for halo therapy really started 
in Poland and, and Russia probably 150 years ago when they discovered that the people working in the salt mines there weren't having the same respiratory or skin conditions as the rest of the population. So they brought it into the hospitals and they set up these um, facilities to help people with you know, respiratory issues and classic skin conditions. But and then it kind of morphed over here maybe about 10 or 15 years ago and it's been slowly growing the last three, four years. And the last couple of years, it's absolutely exploded a lot having to do with COVID, frankly, because more and more people are now concerned about their respiratory hygiene, immunity. But it's interesting. Europe, even though it started in Russia, it's not that popular in Europe. It's like decent. And in places where you think it would be really big, like China, where the air pollution is big, they have really tough regulations in a lot of places in Asia. So um, mm. we've seen really strong growth in the U.S., Australia and Canada, but not really strong growth the rest of the world yet. And in just in layman's terms, you know, the way I describe it is kind of like the halo therapy device is really kind of a, a grinder or almost like a cured machine, breaks down the salt into nanoparticles, puts it in the air, you breathe it in, it's really kind of drying out your lungs. Is there anything to, to add to that or to further simplify? That is in a nutshell what it is. So the halo generator, like you said, takes, it's really important, takes pure pharmaceutical salt. It's like 99.6% salt, what they use in hospitals. It's not Himalayan salt, which is pretty. And people look at salt lamps and it's relaxing, but it's no therapeutic benefit. So you're right. It crushes it up. And then the this, this salt dust, if you will, this is all dry salt therapy goes into um, either a salt room or a booth or a bed or a cabin. Or now we have it with a sauna. So it's the salt that does all the work. And salt is just naturally antimicrobial. Uh, it's super absorbent. So it sucks up the mucus and crap in your lungs and you, and you cough it out. So it's a great way of getting rid of toxins and getting rid of inflammation in your lungs or on your skin. Yeah. So, you know, you would think that every airport hotel um, would, would have a small salt room or, you know, halotherapy devices in, you know, some of the suites or some of the rooms there. Are, you know, where are places where you're seeing the most, you know, use of the technology or, you know, give us a couple of examples of, hey, here's some, some uh, you know, first movers, you know, whether it's a hotel chain or um, a health club chain. And those typically tend to be kind of the tastemakers, if you will. Right. Like, here's the next rollout of awesome technology, whatever location it's in. So give, can you give us a little bit of inkling into where we're going to see it and then it's going to be obvious and then it's going to kind of roll out even further. Yeah. It's, it's, you really hit on a couple of really interesting things. So I'll start with the airports. So we had a deal with um, express spa in New York at JFK mm -hmm. Delta, and it was pretty good, but the, the it's kind of like going to a gym. If you go to a gym once, right, not so beneficial. So we have found that the biggest, and, and same, same thing with like the five-star hotel destination hotels where you may go for three or four days. Mm -hmm. You might try the halo therapy, but it's not going to really help with your cold, sinusitis, chronic asthma, chronic stress. So we have found the hugest market being, frankly, the local day spas, wellness centers, suntan places, chiropractic, yogurt. So wherever there's a natural wellness, holistic approach locally, because sometimes people need to come in two, three days a week. And that's where the bang for the buck has been. Now, we're also seeing now in the last um, probably six to nine months, some of the really influential hotels like 
the Carillon in Miami Beach, which is probably the number one wellness resident. We're working with the with the Westin, the Fairmont, um, Excel, um, all kinds of different um, leading edge wellness places, especially now because of COVID, they're recognizing that more and more people are coming there and they're asking for wellness help, right? And mm -hmm. respiratory help. So yes. Great. And then um, what about on the, on the sports team side or any, you know, athletes that are, you know, out there advocating for it, you know, give us a little idea about that. Obviously there's so much data being collected now. Um, all these athletes are, you know, doing everything that they can on the on the physical workout recovery side, whether that's a therabody or a hyperice or any of these other, um, you know, devices. You know, did, did are they missing something obvious here, or are they also embracing this? Now that's a great question. So, and some of it has to frankly do with education, because the salt halo therapy industry for the first five or seven years was really focused on let's call it old sick people, people that had chronic asthma that was 60 to 70 years old, or COPD or cystic, that, that kind of was the target. But what's happened is over the leg, in the last year, the focus has really gone more to sports performance. For example, we have a, uh, a halo therapy and an infrared combo unit at, at a, a surfing, uh, the number one surfing uh, camp in, in Texas. And the, mm. and the USA Olympic team has been using it and great results. We've partnered with Travis Mayer, who just came in fifth place in the U.S. in the CrossFit National Champion World Championships? He loves it. We're working with um, a variety of people in the U.K. Um, pro cyclists. So um, yeah, there's a lot more um, going on with the with the recovery. And then we just um, put some units in in the World Gym in 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 Florida, and we're uh, they're going into Canada also for again for at for now they can be professional athletes or just kind of everyday athletes that just want to recover more it helps with their with their muscles it helps with the with their lungs it helps with the vo2 max um so yeah there's a lot so the industry is definitely shifting much more to sports performance recovery stamina as opposed to just sick people so yeah yeah gotcha you know have you seen um a lot of these standalone locations you know is it is it a big enough business to have it as a standalone does it you know, you're talking about some of the health clubs I've been preaching for the last mm -hmm. couple of years to put an infrared sauna in, put in a salt room and, you know, get some Normatec compression technology. And, and there's no reason why the health club should not be one, the authority, you know, to the destination. And also, you know, from a technology standpoint, like new technology should always be coming into a health club to keep it fresh. And that people say, hey, I, you know, I wasn't in the market to buy that for my house. so. This is something I can do and another reason to come in. Right. So a couple of things you, you hit on. So the first question you asked is, can a standalone salt therapy business survive? Okay. I used to think maybe. Now, one of our best partners is a company called Salt Suite. They have six franchise locations, mostly Florida and New Jersey. They're book solid two weeks out. They're doing great, making a lot oh. of money. I believe, however, since there's, literally orders and orders of magnitude, more wellness centers, gyms, chiropractors, right? And and the footprint to put in a salt booth or salt room, small salt room is, is tiny and it's it's a touchless service. There's no labor involved, right? So all those places should have it. So that's where we're 99% of our business is existing wellness centers of, or gyms or whatever, adding a simple booth that has incredible return on investment and return on space. So yes. 
So what if, would you give us an idea? So I've seen the, um, I've seen obviously the halo therapy devices where somebody puts in, you know, let's say, uh, you know, 150, 200 square foot room, uh, puts in those salt bricks, but give, give, what's the entry point from a price, you know, standpoint, just so people understand the magnitude of that. And then what does it cost to have like your own booth? Okay. So again, since COVID, I would, I would say about two years ago, right before COVID, I would say half the industry was those salt rooms and half the industry were booths. Right now, it's about 98% booths. Um, people don't want to sit with eight other strangers in a big salt room and cough and sneeze. And it takes mm-hmm. about an hour for the session. The booth, you can be in it for 15 to 20 minutes. It's a private session. All the booths we sell now are combination units with salt and infrared. We have a partnership with Clearlight Sauna, who's the number one sauna company. We have custom designed it so um, the salt won't corrode the infrared. We have another partnership with Mito Red Light for another booth where the phenomenal benefits of red light combined with salt. So um, those units cost anywhere from $10,000 to $18,000. And it's a pretty fast return on investment, especially in a busy health club or spa. So, Gotcha. So you, you've been traveling around the world, you know, from a standpoint of, of these larger sports clubs, you know, continuing to add more and more workout recovery. Do you see, I know you said you got stopped and got turned around, right? You've been traveling for like 44 hours. Do you see less families um, potentially going on international trips over the next couple of years because of COVID and maybe, you know, these health clubs and these workout recovery centers benefit just from, you know, time, kind of the staycation type of terminology or, hey, I'm going to pamper myself, but I'm going to do it locally and not, you know, jump on a flight to some country that I don't really know what the strain of COVID that they have there. Yeah, so absolutely. I think you're, I think you've seen that trend in a lot of different industries, whether it's the hotel industry or the car rental industry, everybody is staying local, right? It's nice to take a staycation. You, like I, like, like Pete, like you just referred to, I tried to fly to Bali two weeks ago. So right. I had all the visas, every piece of paperwork. I landed and they kicked me out 15 minutes later saying their visa requirements changed while I was flying and they didn't care. So it was a 44 <laughs> hour flight. So I'm not traveling anytime soon and a lot of people aren't. So that's why, so there's two real big trends happening at the same time. People are much, much more concerned about their wellness and their respiratory wellness. And they need, they've been cooped up for 18 months. They want to get the hell out of the house. They mm-hmm. want to feel good. And, you know, so yeah, so localized wellness and staycations is going to be huge the next couple of years for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, do you see, um, you know, does the, the medical community or is that, uh, a group that's been embracing, you know, halo therapy and other partnerships that a lot of these health clubs or sports complexes just start to, to move into and say, Hey, look, you know, give me your members before you put them on these, you know, pharmaceutical drugs, like give them to me for like six or eight weeks. Let me see if I can get, you know, their, their numbers down. And Hey, by the way, we got all these other therapies here I'm trying to think, I'm, I'm, I want to use this as kind of a way for, these groups that have a lot of square footage that have people that are in, you know, whether it's higher age ranges and, and people that are hyper-focused on their wellness right now, you know, how do you get those people inside your club? And do you see anyone from the medical community, you know, embracing these technologies or are they, 
you know, they want to get people on their prescriptions and they don't really care about what new technologies we got going on here. So I, I would say uh, four or five years ago, I would say it was 99.9%. They just love, you know, surgeries, prescriptions, just come visit me and, you know, whatever, I'll take my free trip with the pharma company. I would say as the halo therapy, had, in fact, I was talking to a pulmonologist this morning, they are finding that their customers are coming into them saying they feel better and they're all, they're taking their drugs less. So mm-hmm. the community is slowly changing. Um, and again, it's more from a pulmonology perspective, but I honestly, it's kind of like the chiropractic industry, maybe 20 years ago. I don't think the medical community particularly loves holistic approaches, even though it's probably in many cases, it's better, it's work, it's cheaper, it's healthier. So, but I'm not, I'm not waiting for the medical community to embrace. Although we, again, we're trying to teach and train and educate. So, um, yeah, again, on our team, um, our, our, our one of our board members is Dr. Andrew Mayo, and he thoroughly endorses um, Halo Therapy. You may recognize his last name, Mayo. His great grandfather started the Mayo Clinic. So okay. we're trying hard to get more medical professionals to embrace it. But it's really their customers or their um, patients that are kind of educating the doctors themselves. So it's a slow, slow process. Gotcha. So um, let, let's let's switch gears and talk talk about you being a uh, an entrepreneur, serial entrepreneur. You know, in this time of uh, of COVID, I think before COVID, you kind of running a you know virtual business that's growing at the same time. So you know, talk to some of our entrepreneurs here about you know how you scale your business, what you personally get involved in. You know, do you have different expectations on? how quick you could grow your business because your personal and your health and your spirituality and your travel are in balance. And therefore hey, I could do this amount of revenue, but you know, it, it takes away from my life, you know, so maybe give us a little insight into you as an entrepreneur and maybe like this new type of entrepreneur that kind of has a scorecard that's personal and professional. And then you got to, that, that might be the goal instead of like this revenue target or profitability target. Yeah, that that's a phenomenally great question that like I, I, I think about a lot. So um, when I started this company six years ago, I've been working basically in offices, right, for 35 to 38 years of my life. I decided when I started the company, I never wanted to work in an office again. Mm-hmm. So I created a business for a couple of reasons. One is I didn't want to have an office that I had to go into or any of my people had to go into. I didn't want the expense. I didn't want inventory. And I personally wanted to be able to work from anywhere. And I wanted to be able to hire the best people for my company that could live anywhere. I have 10 people that work for me literally all around the world and they travel or they live in their houses as well. So I made a huge commitment to my personal life. And Mm -hmm. as part of my own personal growth, I've lived in about 15 to 20 countries over the last four years two to three months each. One, because I enjoy meeting people from all over the world, the cultures, seeing different things. And it's helped with my business. I have found distributors all over the world. But mm-hmm. yes, if I was locked in an office in, where am I now? Let me look outside. I'm in San Diego today. <laughs> if, I, if I was locked in an office in San Diego, might I have a little bit faster growing business? Maybe. You know, our time zone's tough when you're in Bali or you're riding or you're uh, 
I can't say I'm surfing in Australia. I don't surf, but I'm watching surfers in Australia. So time zones are a major issue, right? Sure, it's yeah. hard to do business traveling around the world and loving life. But so I, I have made that balance straight off. Gotcha. And then, um, you know, from a standpoint of halo therapy, you know, now you got it inside a infrared sauna. Is that with uh, Clearlight or you've got a manufacturer that you partnered up with? So Clearlight is, is the manufacturer. They're the number one provider of infrared saunas in the world. They've been in business for 23, 24 years. I went to them and I said, listen, we, we're hearing a lot. A lot of people have infrared saunas and we really want to add halo therapy to it, but it's very corrosive. So we met with the chairman and the CEO and they custom designed. It's the only unit in the world that has these halo protecting seals to stop the salt from corroding their panels. And everything's integrated. It, we, we did this engineering where their control panel in the sauna controls the halo generator as well. So it's an unbelievable partnership. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. is, there, is there any other um, modalities that, you know, one, people could obviously put it in their own home sauna now if they get the protectors, I guess, or if they're in a steam so, room? So, or so, Right. So the, the protectors are, are not as easy as you think. You really have to hire an engineering team to kind of go into your sauna. Now, realistically, if you have a home sauna, right, and you use it once, once, if you use the salt therapy every day or a couple times a week, whatever, it's not really going to harm the infrared components. But again, 99% of our business are to commercial establishments that are banging out eight to 15 sessions a day. The salt would destroy those infrared panels over time. And the other partnership, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, is red light. Now, red light has different benefits, but some overlap with infrared. So we just launched this um, the Vitality Booth product that, again, combines halo therapy and red light together. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you, you got a partnership with Clearlight. You guys have, you got the distributors around the country. Um, average health club or boutique scooch studio wants to get a hold of you. Who, how do they get to you and who do they go through? So they can go to our website at halotherapysolutions.com and fill out the contact us form or give us a call. They can reach out to me directly at steve at halotherapysolutions.com. I work 24 hours a day all over the world. So I'm available all the time. Great. And then uh, in closing here, why don't you give us a good uh, good quote or good story or something from the camp book, you know, why Jews don't camp, which I loved. Um, and I felt like I could have written. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, give, give us give us something as our, uh, as our, as our Spiro takeaway. Let me think. Um, <laughs> Boy, just give us a quote. Give us a good quote. I don't know. Just um, just keep moving. Keep moving forward. This COVID shit sucks, but just keep moving forward. Stay healthy. And well, the one thing I've learned through this whole thing is just all about relationships. And I'm really yeah. glad we connected again. I mean, yeah. When you're sitting on Zoom calls or or you're stuck in a hotel room for two weeks, it sucks. And you really, I really miss handshakes, hugs face-to-face -face, eye contact so really embrace your friends and your family that's that's kind of the message you know awesome that's a great closing and your health and your yeah. health be preventively yeah. be preventively healthy don't wait until you're freaking on a ventilator or taking massive drugs you know stay healthy i hear you All right, i got my tennis game in this morning before we did this so i'm staying on the path so excellent i will be in touch uh, and i'll meet you down in san diego over the next couple of weeks Thanks, everybody. Hey, so I, I miss you, buddy. Be well. You too, brother. Take care. Later. See you.